Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here's Crystal Sparks. About you guys, but I know what it's like to be disappointed um, when you are believing God for something really big, and all of a sudden, in a moment, it seems like it's stripped away from you. Um, I know I've gone through seasons in my own life where I believed, I confessed, I kept my thoughts right, I was doing everything I was supposed to do, I was praying, I was doing everything, and I believed to the core of me that God was going to do it. And then sometimes I've just learned on this journey of faith that my plan and God's plans sometimes are a little bit different. and But I have found this, that the Bible talks about Him holding all of our prayers. And I believe that to be true. And even though I didn't see it happen when I wanted it to happen, I can tell you on this side of it, so much of what's happening in my life today is prayers that I prayed 10, 20 years ago. And I wanted to do this because I think the hardest time in our life is when God doesn't show up the way we thought. You know, Jesus said that we could ask these things and we would receive. He said, ask and you will receive. And the truth is, if it was that easy, then everybody would be asking, right? If we asked and then received, I mean, you think when you even say that, it only takes a few seconds, ask and receive, right? But here's the truth is that there's the asking and then there's a long time sometimes before the receiving. And it's what happens in there that begins to shape our faith. It begins to define what we believe about God. It begins to change the way we see our circumstances and our faith. And I just want to give you some encouragement that it's in that time right there that the enemy is going to want to come in and redefine what you believe about God. Redefine what you believe about your life and redefine what you believe about yourself. And so we're going to talk about this. And I think that there's three lies that the enemy has often told me whenever um, I've gone through a time of disappointment. Um, Because if I'll just be real honest with you, there's been a lot of disappointments through the years. Yes, I've seen God do a lot of great things, but there's been a lot of times where I've prayed and things haven't happened. So let's jump into it. The first lie that the enemy will tell you in a time of disappointment is this is the way it has always been. You know, I have found this to be in my life that in the moment of disappointment, all of a sudden I immediately forget about everything God has ever done. And in that moment, all it seems like I can remember is all the failures, all the times that it didn't work out. All the times I prayed and I feel like I didn't get an answer. And in those moments, the enemy's going to want to get in and make you feel completely helpless. He's going to tell you that this is the way it's always been. He's going to highlight out to you other people in your life who have gone through a similar failure as yours or a similar disappointment as yours. And he's going to tell you, well, if it didn't work out for them, It's definitely not going to work out for you. And so then in that moment, you get into this low place of just feeling like it's never going to get out of this. The second lie that the enemy tells us in these times is your best days are behind you. Oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how many times the enemy has said this to me. Um, I've gone through a situation in my life and, and I've suffered a disappointment and the, and I will feel the enemy just whisper to me like there's no way you're going to get out of this. Like your best days are behind you. Like there's no way that God can turn this around. Like hey, I hope you enjoyed your glory days, right? But here's the thing is that with God, it's always going to get better, right? But the enemy, the one thing he's going to want to want you to believe is that your best days are behind 
behind you. That's why people start to begin to talk about, oh, I remember when I served God back in my 20s, or I remember when I was really on fire for the Lord. I've had so many people, being a pastor, I've had so many people tell me that. Crystal, I remember when I served God passionately. I remember when I used to hear God's voice. And here's the thing, is they bought into the lie that their best days are behind them. And I believe that's not the way that God's created us to be. The third lie that the enemy tells us whenever we go through disappointment is you are never going to get out of this. You are never going to get out of this. He's going to bring such a sense of permanence. And in those times of disappointment, it's going to seem like you are completely helpless. You are never going to get out of this. He begins to make you feel like this financial problem is always going to be here. This sickness is going to be the rest of your life. This marriage problem, this difficulty, this problem, uh, this difficulty is going to be with you for the rest of your life. You know, recently I was um, speaking with someone and they were talking to me about how they were struggling with suicidal thoughts. And he was telling me, he said, I was literally sitting there about to commit suicide. And he said, and all of a sudden I realized that I was about to make a permanent decision out of a temporary feeling. And he said, because all that time the enemy had been whispering to him, you're never going to get out of this. Your best days are behind you and that this is the way it's always been. And he said, in that moment, I put the gun down and I decided to choose a different way of thinking. And, and I just want to challenge you. And, and for him, the different way of thinking is to get into counseling, to reach out to a medical professional. And I want to tell you that if you're in that place where the enemy's trying to make you make permanent decisions out of a temporary feeling, that's never God. You know, a lot of times we make permanent decisions when it comes to our marriage out of a temporary frustration. We say permanent things to our children out of a temporary frustration. We make bad career moves, uh, permanent decisions out of a temporary feeling. And see, this is just the enemy at work telling us those lies. And so what is what does God say? What is the truth? Um, number one, I want to tell you this in Isaiah 43, 19, God says, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. See, here's the thing. I love this so much because God's saying the new thing isn't going to look like the old thing. And so when the enemy whispers to you that this is the way it's always been, that's okay. Because guess what? The new thing God's about to do isn't going to look like anything you've ever seen before. So don't ever define what God's about to do by what's happened in the past. Sure, it's always been that way. Sure, it's been like that for your family. Sure, it's been like this for all these years, but it doesn't mean that it has to continue like that because God is the God that is doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. I love in, in the actual translation there, it says, do you not perceive it? But the word perceive right there is so good. Oh my gosh. It's, it, the word perceive in the actual translation in Isaiah, it means this. It means, do you talk about it? And do you see it? In other words, when God's ready to do a new thing, he's saying, don't talk about the way it's always been and don't look for what's always been. Be expecting for something brand new. But if we bought into the lie of the enemy, that all we're doing is talking about what's always been and all we're looking for is a repeat of what's happened in our past. The second truth I want to tell you is this, is that the ways of the right living people grow with light. The longer they live, the brighter they shine. Proverbs 4, 18. Oh my goodness. I love that scripture so much. 
in the message translation. Um, or if you want to put it like this in New King James, it says the steps of the righteous grow brighter and brighter each day. I love that so much because it just lets me, I just always picture um, in my mind, I just picture this glowing path and the more steps I take, the brighter the path gets. I want to tell you that your best days aren't behind you, they're ahead of you. And the enemy might have told you, oh my goodness, well in your 40s it was really great, but your 50s won't be as good. And I want to tell you that as long as you're alive, that God's got a bigger plan. He's got greater things for you. I always think about Caleb. Oh my goodness, Caleb was so amazing. Here he was in his 80s and he declares, give me my mountain. See, at 80 years old, he got the fulfillment of everything God promised him. He had been through the time in the wilderness. He walked into the promised land. He fought the battles and then he was willing to take everything that God had. See, in his 80s, his life was still getting better. In his 80s, he was still seeing God fulfill his promises. And I want to tell you that for you in your life, that as long as you're alive, that God's got a bigger plan. He's got something greater to reveal to you. Why? Because he's the God that the longer we live, the brighter we shine. The third truth I want to tell you, um, I love this so much that in Jesus' first message in Luke chapter 4, Jesus says that he came to open the prison doors and declare freedom to the captives. You know, so oftentimes when the enemy begins to whisper that you're never going to get out of this, you remind him that Jesus came to open the prison doors and to declare freedom to the captive. Now there's two words there. First, it was opening of the prison doors. And this was Jesus saying the actions that people have done to sentence themselves guilty. You think if somebody's in prison, they're there because they have done something wrong and now they are having to pay for the punishment. But then the second one is freedom to the captive. The captive person is somebody who was innocent, but somebody did something to them, now bringing them into as a captivity, right? So I want to tell you that Jesus came to set you free from the sins that you've committed and the hurts other people have done to you. And when the enemy comes in and tells you that you're never going to get out of this, you remind him that in Luke chapter 4, Jesus has already promised you that you can be freed from the mistakes that you have made and you can be freed from the pain that other people have inflicted on you. I want to challenge you that God's got great things ahead for you. It doesn't matter what the lies the enemy has been telling you. It doesn't matter how big the disappointment. God is well able to make all grace abound to you. I want to read this scripture to you as we close out our time together. Proverbs 13 verse 12. It says, when hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing. But when at last your your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. I know that right now you might be in a time of disappointment. Maybe some things haven't worked out the way that you wanted them to. But I want to tell you that if you begin to just trust God right now, reject the lies that the enemy is telling you. Refuse to define God by what you're currently walking through. Refuse to define your faith by what didn't happen. Refuse to define your purpose by what didn't work out. And just keep your eyes on God, holding firm to his truth. I decree and declare that one day you're going to be walking in the fulfillment of everything that God has for you. Because I believe that he's going to declare freedom to the captives, opening the prison doors for the for the person that's in prison. He's going to begin to make all grace abound to you in every situation, and he's going to begin to do a new thing as you begin to declare it and begin to see it. 
Well, hey, thanks so much for listening to this. Um, I hope that this inspired you. Can you do me a favor? Leave us a review if you haven't done so already. And hopefully you've hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on anything happening here on my podcast. Hey, my podcast continues to grow. And it is because of you sharing with your friends, with your family, taking screenshots and sharing it on social media. Hey, from the bottom of my heart, like, thank you so much. Every share matters. You know, I get paid absolutely nothing uh, for doing this uh, channel for doing this podcast and I'll just tell you that every time you share it it just helps the message go out because that's what I'm here for I'm here to help change people's lives I'm here to give them hope in hopeless situations and so from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for doing that hey down in the show notes is a link to my email list I'd love for you to be subscribed and uh, so that way you can stay connected to what I have going on I have really cute shirts that are coming out and you do not want to miss out on them so you can be the first to know about that and different events that I have coming up on this year um, 